What's going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, is my podcasting partner, Paul. Hey-o! Hey-o, look, he's so excited. You're so excited. I thought you said you were I'm tired. I'm so excited! I'm so scared! There's technically <laughs> supposed to be one more I'm so excited in there, but anyway... Speaking of, did you hear that Mark Paul Gossler is down for a reboot? Oh, is he? He is. He was on the wrap-up show on Howard Stern recently. That dude... He's pretty much as awesome as one would expect him to be. Yeah. Also, fastest tangent in the history of fanning the flames. I don't you know sure? I, yes. You sure? I didn't do like an intro thing yet. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, yeah, like literally. Okay, hey. Touche. So, so, step it back, Paul. Welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, your Welcome. longest running Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans, that's you guys, by the fans, that is us. Intro and outro music provided by Oceans Over Airplanes. Check them out over at OceansOverAirplanes.com. Give us a follow on Twitter, I am at, so says J. Paul. Still at Dervish of World. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. Which has a fantastic new name, though. We're, we're, we have uh, some internal disagreements about this one. <laughs> hey, dude, you've got just as much control as I do. You could change it. You could change it. So, rate... One is also lazy. That's true. <laughs> fair, fair point. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. If, uh, yeah. Anything it's else? out there. No? That's it? Okay. All right, all right, all right. Hey, you know what? The best yeah. part, the best part. So we got off tan- we got off tangent. We got on tangent and off point already, right? We did right. that. That wrong. happened. It's not wrong. It's right. It's always wrong. But we did that. But the good thing is, we've been gone for like a month, right? Yeah. So we've been gone for a month, which means we have gone through so much prep for this So episode. much prep. I'm sitting here with literally Excel spreadsheets of data and Three information. Laptops. What was the movie with uh, Hugh Jackman? Swordfish? Okay. He had like 16 monitors. And there you like go. This... And I'm feeling like a, like the beautiful mind guy right now, like running clicking numbers clack, and stuff. Clack. But what's really happening is we just sat down like eight minutes ago and we're recording this. So... Six, 15. You get what you expect. And that's us. Mm-hmm. And you guys missed hey, us. Hey. So... Well, I was... Go on. There was a conversation on Twitter the other day where... Dave, our illustrious boss over at Brightside, was trying to say that all of the Suns podcasts are winners at something. I'm like, yeah, we're the winners at procrastination and subpar professionalism. Mm. I feel like <laughs> I've been yelled at multiple times for apparently being too difficult on you, Paul. But you know apparently. what? You bring it upon yourself. Yeah. Hey, 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 Somewhat. hey, 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 hey. Let's talk about the Suns. What is going on here? Oh, we've got, that's uh, technically three Saved by the Bell references in three minutes and 45 seconds. You're I'm welcome. sorry. If you're not listening and impressed by that, everyone's already turned this off. Nobody's listening anymore. Oh, wow, yeah. This one's bad. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to Fanning the Flames Summer Edition. Okay. Let's talk about the Suns. Yes. Let me sit here and look at the rundown that I've put together for this episode. All I have are random names of people. Okay. Okay. Okay, fire him at me. <laughs> well, you took Mark Paul Gosler already, so... That was on the list. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. No, really, I do have... Renee I do have, a, I do have a bit. I do have a bit of rundown. So, 
one thing that's come out a lot recently, over the past week, week and a half or so, are a number of names that have been floated as potential point guards for your Phoenix Suns this upcoming year. Okay? Yep. Still a hole. A lot of times, well, every time applicable to what we're talking about, it's been brought up on brightsideofthesun.com, a fantastic website. And there's been discussion about what you would give up for these particular players. Are you following me, Paul? Paul is watching a... Are you following me, Paul? I'm following you. Okay. So we're going to run down these players. All right. We're going to run out what the proposals are from the bright side of the sun posts. I have not seen this list. Exactly. That's why I'm doing it. Everyone out there is like, if they're on bright side, they're like, yeah, we we all have our opinions. Mm -hmm. But hey, you know what? Just listen to Paul because... Paul's opinion could be just glorious. I'm sure it will be. And if it's not... My opinion is perfect. And if it's not, I'm going to make a lot of noise about it. Perfect. Okay. Ready? Ready. First person. Finger number one. Drew Holiday. Yes, Would please. He, you don't just mm-hmm. get him. There's, mm-hmm. there's a proposal on the table. The Pelicans would get the number six pick. Okay. Mikael Bridges. Okay. Tyler Johnson. Okay. T.J. Warren, okay, and the Suns get Drew and Etwan Moore, okay. Which makes sense that you know if they're getting rid of the only reason really that New Orleans is gonna trade Drew is they're just going full rebuild because you know Davis is out and they just want. Has he officially like how did that meeting with Griffin go? I saw the meeting happened. Have there been reports about it? I've been buried the, for the past the, four days. The report know. that I saw, nothing official, but his position hasn't changed. Okay. That's my understanding at this point. So, I mean, New Orleans is still in a pretty good position with regards to that. I mean, there's a number of teams out there willing to trade for Davis. Um, you know, there's there's still the the Lakers package. There's still Boston. You could probably you could definitely get something out of the Clippers too. Um, I think a lot of it, Drew's ability to stay in New Orleans after trading um, Davis, I think, really kind of depends on what kind of return they get. Like if they if they get like let's say they trade for the Clippers and they get Shy Gilgis Alexander. They may just want to go full young, and he's already kind of proven himself as he could be a young point guard to grow alongside Zion. And they may want to just get as many assets as possible for Drew. Okay. I have a quick question. Sure. Have you answered my question yet? I'm getting there. It's okay. very round, boot. Am I, am I'm I not okay saying with you, I'm reason? not saying you need to do it right meow, but I'm saying please <laughs> do it sooner rather than later. So that... So we, that we, Never mind. Actually, we spent three and a half minutes on Saved by the Bell. We're at four minutes and fi- seven minutes and 50 seconds. Take your time, Paul. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, Lost your train of thought. No, I didn't. I'm trying Sorry. to Ooh. word it. I'm giving up Mikhail is is tough, but at the same time, I understand of our wings, he probably has the most value at this point. And, you know, if you're trying to, like... We still have wing depth otherwise. Even with that trade, you know, you still sign Kelly Oubre. You still have Josh Jackson and, you know, 
maybe having a true point guard, which I don't think he ever he had he had Bledsoe for three games, and that's really the only true point guard he's ever had. Um get a true point guard with him, maybe he uh kind of is able to start settling down and turn into that player we want. So Who are you talking about? Uh Jackson. Oh, okay. Because I'm I'm looking at like, okay, what are we giving up? That means we're down to Kelly Oubre and Jackson at uh, three. no, Jackson, uh oh yeah, he's on that trade. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's bridges. I d- I'm surprised it's only one draft pick, and it's the draft pick in this draft because that's a pretty weak draft. Um, I would be interested in trading a future draft pick to be able to keep Mikhail. Like that would I, if I could swap those out with like some like mm-hmm. light protections, like top three protected or something like that. Maybe top four, just because that's lottery. Would it? Um, yeah, at this point, at this point in time, like. The Suns I don't should have zero picks. reason to keep any future draft picks. We do not need future draft picks, right? No, no. Those who... Well, I mean, obviously that was a bit of hyperbole. Hyperbole, but, yeah. But there's really no need to hold them And there's close. also the Milwaukee pick in, that's still out there. That's one of the few assets we have left. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Please, thank you. Um, so if, if we could make that trade without giving up McHale... That would be great. I'd, and I'd be, like I said, I'd be more than happy to throw in extra an extra pick or so to get, make that work. That's my opinion on that. But at the end of the day, I think I would do it because I think Drew is like the right kind of player that we need at that position. Can provide both offense and defense, um, and run the offense to kind of take some of that uh, playmaking off of Booker. Yeah, and he's he's got some time left. So yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's the other good. thing is he's got he's got two or three years. He's still he's under thirty, so he's like right in the height of his prime. So, I mean, yeah, he'd be coming down on the back end of it when like some of the other guys are getting into their prime. But I I think it I think it's what we need from that position. We need somebody who's already kind of matured into the role. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got two years, and then he's got a player option. In twenty one twenty two, so if we're not in the playoffs by twenty one twenty two, Booker's gone. Yeah, so <laughs> so <laughs> it's all good. Well, you know, not good, but um, you know, I'll, I I'll say that, and I won't go into too much detail here, but you let me do that. Of the folks, exactly of the folks, the folks of the players who are on my little list here. Mm-hmm. I think Drew Holiday to trade for him is probably the most enticing one, and I I've, I I agree with you. I feel like giving up what the proposal is seems a little light. Like it seems light. I mean, I get I get I get Mikhail Bridges. I get I get his potential. But I understand still, that he's still a complimentary player. Right. Exactly. And he's also still a. 22, 23-year-old that played four years of college that how much is he going to grow truly? Right. Play four years or three years? Either way. Yeah. I think it was four. Tyler Johnson, whatevs. TJ Warren, we'll talk about TJ Warren a little bit later. Okay. Everybody's favorite, favorite, favorite segment of Fanning the Flames. Now? No. <laughs> I said later, Paul. I you know, but then you look. gave me like a sign. <laughs> you did it. I was just... Marrying okay. you. Pull back the curtain. Anyway, so I, I like the idea of trading for Drew. Um, and I say that with having put 
a full 18.9 seconds of thought into it. But hey. Yeah. Holiday, Melton, Okobo, Booker, Moore at the two, Oubre, Jackson at three, power forward, mystery man at the four, and DeAndre and perhaps Rashawn at the five. Assuming Jackson and Rashawn aren't doing time down in fucking Florida together or something. We all, we all good. So, Miami. Bienvenidos. Yes. All right. Any other thoughts there on Mr. Holiday? Uh, nope. Mike Conley. Yeah. The offer like would be, you ready? Yeah. Sons get Mike Conley. Yeah. Dylan Brooks, finally, full circle. Yes. Um, get that, Brooks. CJ Miles. That's all. And the Grizzlies get TJ Warren, Joss Jackson, and Tyler Johnson, and the number six pick. Okay. I don't... I don't like that whole combo. I like Mike Conley. I know there are people out there who are like, like Gambo's like no on Mike Conley. People are like, he's got two years at like a lot of money. I'm like, two years isn't that much. And like in where we're at salary cap wise and where we're at um, positionally, I'm fine with two years. You know, if he's at that high rate in two years and then like, okay, he is on the decline so we can get him at a a little bit, a lower salary, but he's still productive. I like Mike Conley. I think he could bring a lot to this team. He has a winning mentality. He's been through the playoffs. He's plays offense, defense. Um, Yeah, he had um, an injury. But he, he seemed to be pr- pretty productive last year, so it doesn't seem like it's affected him that much. Um, so I do like bringing in Mike Conley. I don't, ha- I don't know the salaries of the other guys coming in. Do you know that? Is that information provided at all? Like um, length and... Dylan Brooks, well, Dylan Brooks is $1.6 million expiring. CJ Miles is $8.7 million expiring. Mm-hmm. Mike Connolly is Wasn't making there a third player or a fourth player or no, it's just a three. Nope, nope, nope. Mike Connolly is making this upcoming season thirty two and a half million and then the second season, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Thirty four and a half million. And then he's right. I mean, that number sounds really big, and I get it, it does. But like I said, it's not like we're trading for John Wall's contract. Worst case scenario we take it on for one year and then the next year we get, find a team that's really trying to like rebuild and you have a $35 million expiring deal that you can, that can move worst case scenario. Like, so next year you're saying? I, I'm saying in the 2021 season, you know, he's got two years left, right? Yep. So you, if, it, worst case, I got you. Worst case, he he plays next year. That's fine, and but it doesn't really work out. The following year, worst case scenario, he's an expiring. He's a massive expiring. What I find interesting about this idea, and I guess maybe it's in partially due to the fact that the Suns are getting more players back in this one. No, same. It's three players out, three players back, or am I missing a player? Hmm. Then it's, the, it's Conley, Brooks, uh-huh. Miles for Warren. I'm Jackson. talking about from the Drew Holiday. 
Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so the Drew Holiday deal would have been the same minus Josh Jackson, right? Am I looking this right? Yes. I would, I mean, if you're telling me I, I get Drew Holiday and keep Josh Jackson or I give up Josh Jackson and get Mike Connolly, like, well, right? You, well, Am I crazy? You get to keep Mikhail Bridges when you get Mike Conley. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's a fair point. I was way off. Yeah. But, I mean, what's the... I'd to- rather take... I'd, what's the honestly, total salary coming in versus I'd rather going? take... I'd... Because, yeah, like, if you're looking at... He's 30, 32 million... For who? With the total salary coming and going in the Mike Conley trade. Because it's, like, 32 million for Mike Conley plus... You it's, like, 43 eight, million. 43 million coming in. What's going out? Well, I, it depends on what the what you know what the six pick is. I mean, it's got to be the same, right? Well, six pick doesn't count as money. It's it's cap at all. When you trade the pick, it's there's cap hold to it, but it's not actual dollar value to the mm, trade. Okay. Well, then it's seventeen um, thirty six million. So we're take. well. I mean, I guess when you in that case you're you would have been had to pay the six pick, whatever the six pick is. It kind of evens out. But that's what I was saying. On the face of it. You're taking on more salary, technically. Yeah, but two of the, I mean, 10 million's expiring. At the end of this coming season. Right. Yeah. Yes. Is it, yeah. So would you do that trade, Paul, or not? No. I feel like, let's go back to, let's go back to the point. I want, I'd I like Mike Connolly. I'd like to have Mike Connolly on my team, not for that trade. Yeah, no. I don't want Mike Connolly, period. I don't. I just don't. I'm sorry. Honestly, I, I feel like I feel like you could do the Mike Conley trade for TJ and Tyler Johnson and the and the Milwaukee pick. Well, here's the thing: is I feel like the Grizzlies would have a little bit of motivation to get that number six pick because then suddenly they have two of the top seven picks and two of the top six picks in the draft this year. I get that it's not a strong year, but if they're picking number two. They're right. going to be getting somebody, all I right? Just, and, then, and then Mike Conley also becomes expendable because you got to assume they're getting jaw with that. Right. But my, my point is, I don't think Mike Conley's worth a pick that high at this point in his career. He's still a good player, but I don't think he's worth a top 10 pick, which is why... At all? Or in that package? What if it I, was the six TJ Tyler Johnson, assuming the money works or whatever? Well, I'm I'm saying you could do this. You could do TJ, Tyler Johnson, and the Milwaukee pick. I feel like there's no way that they would go for. It. But but eh, but Cause, but cause then we go back to the point that they Tyler they are Johnson's probably, an expiring, and they're also probably going to take Jaw. So they're going to take Jaw. Yeah. Tyler Johnson can can play while J- either Tyler Johnson can play the combo guard back up to Jaw or can kind of take the role. Well, job builds up, but he's a nineteen million dollar expiring. Whereas Con- you're taking, you're getting seventy million dollars off their salary, so that's part of it. Plus, arguably, well, how many years does TJ have left? Is he? He's got one, one next year. Is expiring? Is he four or five? I can't remember how many years he's got left. I feel like he has three, two years left. Yeah. So I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world to have a. TJ, I think, would play really well with Ja, too. I think, you know, he's he's a scorer, and so you get a guy out there who can actually distribute something. 
he hasn't played with in a while. Um, and I think they could play off each other really well, particularly because like it's not like Jaron Jackson is like his hallmark is his scoring. His hallmark is kind of being a a giant yeah. um, Swiss Army knife. And it's TJ's through twenty one, twenty two. He signed. Okay. Speaking of TJ Warren, Paul. Okay. What's going on with TJ Warren? I don't know. It's the off season. He tweets. He tweets very vague shit. Do you think he's still injured? I feel Probably like... not. Really? You think he's healthy? <laughs> you think Breaking news on Fanning the Flames. <laughs> TJ Warren is healthy. One hundred percent. Never said one hundred percent. You just did. I said I think he you might literally be. just said one hundred percent. And let's take a break. Well, I'm not the one who said I could beat LeBron in a fight. I could beat <laughs> LeBron in a fight, okay? Like, I'm well, it's sorry. Cause, it's because his arms are so small, so long, and you just, like, get under there. And just I would <laughs> get under there, and at the same time, he's also kind of a mental midget. I would probably, like, I don't know what I would do, but I would beat LeBron in a fight. Okay. We're recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I w- <laughs> tell me why I wouldn't. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove you wrong? Prove me wrong. All right, I'll call up LeBron right now. We'll get you in the ring so together. You, so you're saying you street can't, fight, you can't. A street fight or like like in a ring? That guy doesn't want a street fight with me. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who couldn't you take in the NBA? Pretty much everybody else. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Could you take J.J. Barea? He's not in the NBA. He's not anymore? I no. thought he was still in Minnesota. I'm assuming he's not. I mean, I think he's still in Minnesota. He's Puerto Rican, right? Or is he on Dallas? Is he Puerto Rican? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't take him. No. <laughs> no. Believe you me. I know some Puerto Ricans. Could you take Lonzo? Okay, let's just run down the Lakers roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Rob Polinka? Got him. Could you take JaVale McGee? I, uh, yeah, because I would confuse him. <laughs> I would shine a bright light somewhere and he'd get confused and run away. Is that how you also take Mike Beasley? <laughs> no. He would just be super high. Maybe his dreads or his cornrows are a little too uh, tight. Lance Stevenson. No, no. No. I ain't messing with that guy. You blow in a... a Rondo? If, if you're willing to blow in another man's ear, you're a psychopath, and I will not mess with you. Rondo? <sighs> Rondo. That guy's confusing, because he comes across like he's not tough or he's fake tough he's a dick but i feel like he's got a little bit of psycho in him like it's we referenced the simpsons way too much but that one simpsons episode where there was like there were a bunch of dudes fighting in the front yard uh-huh. and homer and marge was like homer let's go in and homer's like but that guy hasn't done anything yet and i know when he does it's gonna be amazing and then she's, she's like homer let's go in and they go in and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, and he's like, oh, that's Rondo. I feel okay. Yeah, Kuzma. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Kuzma. 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 His name's Kuzma. Brandon Ingram. Uh, if you think Brandon Ingram can beat you, and you can beat LeBron, yeah, but I feel like Brandon Ingram's got a little, little, little toughness to him. I feel like LeBron's just like mm. mm. soft like Charmin, baby. Brandon Ingram has that like weird squarish body looking thing that terrifies me. And his arms me. are like this. Right, exactly. <laughs> you never know where they're coming from. I could never get away from that. Like I He's could, like an octopus. I could duck as low as I want and he would probably like somehow uppercut me. 
Are we? Are, are we have more? Are we still gonna go? Adam Morrison, I could take him. Yeah, yeah. I, I could take him. Mm. I at least make him cry. Well, that's not hard to do. <laughs> hey, Paul, that was well done. I love that. Okay, that was fantastic. This is a horrible high five. Oh yeah, but I'm sitting down. I was flopping around. I was flopping around like Manu Ginobili and Bruce Bowen. How about the fact that Bruce Bowen has blocked both accounts? Bruce Bowen. Hey, if anybody out there wants to ask Bruce Bowen why why he blocked me at So Says Jay and why he back blocked at Fan the Flames NBA, I feel like that was rude of him. What What did you say? Mm. It's, it's irrelevant. Is it? No, it's incredibly relevant. <laughs> um, I feel like, but... though, it's also part of, like, Bruce Bowen clearly doesn't have enough people responding to him if he could pick out me on two separate occasions maybe he yeah. needs to look internally about what's wrong with him or maybe he has people for that no i'm pretty sure he does not maybe his wife i don't know i feel like his wife would maybe probably has, agree maybe with me. maybe that's what manu does now oh god i mean he's retired i mean granted i guess they do he likes to ride a, a hot dog uh mm-hmm. Go on. hot dogs have you not seen this photo have i not seen what photo of Diao. Do you have a job? What do you do all day? Why do you just tell me, have you seen this photo? Have you seen this video? Because everybody else has. Let's go back to why Bruce Bowen blocked me. Okay. You can tell me why Bruce Bowen blocked you while I find you this okay. photo. Apparently, when you accuse him of something that's completely true and how he spent his entire career making money out of trying to hurt people, he gets offended by it. That's pretty much it. So, Diao, who else? Um, Patty Mills. Uh, Australian. Man- Manu's in the back there. And uh, I think it's Tiago Splitter. <laughs> Tiago Splitter's still a thing, huh? These guys all just hang out together still? Yeah. Like, oh. dude, like, the whatever Pop Dud did with the culture... Dud. Uh, Dud. <laughs> whatever he did with the culture of the Spurs is like, you're a Spur for life. Like, guys who, like, um, were former Spurs. If the Spurs are in town where they're at, they're invited to dinner. I bet Robert Ori isn't. I don't know. I probably don't like him. He um, Yeah, I know. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> Two, maybe? One with his hip, one with his shot? <laughs> hey, so, uh, all right. So, basically, I can beat up most of the Lakers, except yeah. for Brandon Ingram and Rajon Rondo and... Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson, yeah. Lance, seriously? Bro, I love you. Don't blow my ear. Don't do anything. <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. Should we talk about the Suns? Should we just talk about, like, fighting people for 10 minutes? <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. I might just... <laughs> We're going to leave this in? We're going to take it out? What are we going to do? I feel like I just might make the entire episode of this. Like, we only have the opening. It'll just be me going, yeah, I can beat up LeBron James. That's the cold open of all cold opens. Yes. You should. (sighs) All right. Yeah, back to the Suns. Do we want to talk about the draft? Yeah, I think we do. Hold on, Paul. Let's, let's, one last, let's, we're going to, we're going to, hold on now. We're going to come full circle on this. Who in the NBA can you beat up? Paul, who yeah. in the NBA can you beat up? Not many, I'll tell you that. You're saying there's at least one, though. Adam Morrison. He's not in the <laughs> NBA. That's true. 
Uh, Kyrie Irving. I'd be like, hey, look, the Earth's, Earth's round. See, right there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, misdirection. Okay, okay. I just hit him right in his third eye when he's not paying attention. So that's it? You can only come with him? There's got to be somebody else. Let's see, let's think about this. Jeremy Lin. Up high. <laughs> I don't know. He might like secretly. Easy. Easy. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Don't say it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Let's take a break. <laughs> let's right. let's let's change gears. Let's change. Like gears. actually talk about something people want to listen to. So let's talk about summer league. Let's yeah. talk Paul. Summer league. Yes. Wrap it. Wrap it up. Bring wrap it, it in. up. Bring it in. Not wrap it up. Bring it in. Okay. So who do you? Who would you? Assuming the Suns keep their pick, who do you want them to draft? Who do you want to see when we go out to summer league? Oh, we're talking about draft, not summer league. Well, same. Thing. I was talking about how fun summer league. is. Oh, summer league's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Who do I want? Why are you asking me the questions? I ask you the questions. Because I'm right, flipping fine. the script. You know what, dude? You know what? You, you said you were going to surprise me. Here's I want to be surprised. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Is it a problem? Oh, there's a huge is, is problem. There a, is it a solution? It could be a solution. But there's a problem to the solution. Okay. It, 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 it goes against every fiber of my being. Yeah? To say this person's name. Okay. But. Is this a gentleman who is. I am starting to shoosh. Shoosh. Get on to. And this is for right meow, okay? It could okay. change. All right. I'm hopping on the Brandon Clark bandwagon. Okay. Yeah. It pains me because. He's a Gonzaga guy. I know. What good has ever come out of Gonzaga? Nothing. No, they have not had a, a guy turn. Paul to a pro. can beat up Adam Morrison. Need I say more? No. But I'm hopeful that maybe there's a change in the tides at some point. That's why. That's why it gives me pause to bring bring him into the, the conversation because he was also at where was he? Cal State Northridge or something? Okay. Um, he was, I don't know if that's right, but I don't know, a, a, a transfer into Gonzaga concerns me on its face. Okay. Um, there was, I'm going to keep doing this, being like, what about this guy that, remember his name? No, I can't remember. There was a transfer that came into Gonzaga from who was a top 10 recruit, went to KU, left and went to Gonzaga and fizzled out. I, I feel like Gonzaga know. is where a lot of college players go to die. Okay. And... I mean, it is Spokane. Right. And it's a terrible place. Been there. Um, it has one street. But but at the same time, Clark shows a lot of, lot of potential. But he shows... And he flashed that potential in the tournament, too. Yeah. Which is enticing. But it's one of those things where at the sixth pick, if you think this kid is going to have a super high ceiling, which I could see it happening, then run with it, give it a whirl, and if it doesn't work out, then so be it, you know? I'm, I'm leaning DeAndre Hunter, personally. I think I don't really want to fill... One of our two glaring holes 
I don't want to fill the point guard spot with a draft pick. I just don't think it's the right move. Whereas I think Hunter could fit in pretty well into our offensive and defensive system at that power forward spot. I mean, he's a little sm- on the small side. He's a sm- he is a combo small forward power forward, but I think he would fit in nicely in that spot. Gives a little bit more than what we've had the last season and a half where we've essentially been playing small forwards at the power forward spot. And he kind of does a lot of different things that would complement the other guys around him. That's really my my whole position on it. So you want to you you're bringing um, him in to play the four? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Bring him to play the four, and then we can use other stuff to find us a point guard. So I'm looking at uh you're. I find it interesting that you're coming around on Brandon Clark for a top six pick. I'm looking at NBADraft.net right now. Just give me a whirl where you think he's getting drafted. 19. 23. Yeah. yeah. NBADraft.net, not the most reliable source. Yeah? I have no idea why I would say (laughs) that, but... Um, So, Drake... Yeah. Makes me want to root for the Warriors because he's so insufferable. I was rooting for the Warriors anyway. I was too, but it like makes me. Want I may to stop that. rooting for them if Durant comes back. Did you see? <laughs> did you see? You mean future Phoenix Sun, Kevin? Durant? Yeah. Did you? See? I, I'd be more than happy to have him on the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> it's just the Warriors are fun again. Did you see the article, or excuse me, the article, the interview uh, of Steve Kerr where he was asked asked about. Um, his dinner with Pop. No. And if Pop told him anything about uh, Kawhi. No. Oh my God. I, I think I heard about it. Dude, but Steve Kerr, it looked like, it looked like, like I've never seen somebody not knowing how to respond to something ever more than he was. He was like, hey, you know, it's like, uh, we, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, Pop, Pop just, you know, we wine. We like wine. Pop, 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 pop. Uh, you know, pop. Pop goes the weasel? <laughs> we, uh, you know, Pop and I, we have a, you know, we have a good respect. He respects the game so much. And we just, you know, he has a house. And we, we, we get wine. <laughs> we get wine. And uh, no, you know, we didn't, you know. <laughs> just like, so you're saying you didn't talk about Kawhi. He's like, why the hell not? Yeah. Dude, it was. I did see the it video. It was mind-boggling. Of, did see the video of like a fan shouted at Curry. He's like, "So raps in five? And he's like, "Raps in eight. I don't get that. I I just don't. Oh, because like they're gonna win it in four, and the raps get four more after that. Like, no, he's saying that they're not gonna win it within a seven-game series. Oh, but they win it in eight. But if they won it in eight, then it would be five to three, which means they would win it in seven. Steve Kerr, your logic is flawed. Oh. See, something good came out of this episode. <laughs> so, Paul, anything else to add? No. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, we're really going quick, to summer, though, summer if league. y'all are going to Summer League, Hit we're going up. to Summer League. Hit us it's, up. It's fun. It's fun. And it's fun to meet other Suns fans. And it's fun to meet other Suns fans. I'm going to get drunk. keep repeating stuff that Paul says. Seriously, though, Summer League is awesome. If you get bored while you're at Summer League, you're lame. 
And if you get bored while you're at Summer League and you feel like you're not lame, then come find me. I'll be sitting at a table like 3.45 in the morning. There's 17,000 casinos. That's a lot of casinos. But it's probably not that far off. It could be true. Quick Summer League question to end on. That's actually sounds related. Uh Do you think Aiton and or Jackson will be playing for the Sun Summer League team? Yes. To both? Just yes. No, I, I think I think Aiton will. Think of pull like what Booker did like in his second year, play maybe like the first couple games and then bow out? Uh, I think Aiton might even play more because I have a feeling that um, uh, Monty Williams will coach the team because it's his first year. I think he already said he's not. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. he already said he's not. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Yeah, 100% sure? I'm like 97% sure. That's not close enough for me. But 3%, 3% I still, enough I, for you to I put still, some money down? I still, yeah, what? How much? <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like, uh, no, I feel like Aiton will go and play. He might pull a, a booker. If Monty Williams was going to be coaching, I feel like he would play a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like he could he could use the time. Let him, let him I, I feel like he should play, just play, play, play. Yeah. Like play for real. To that end, I feel like Jackson should too, but I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think Jackson, of, it, of the two of them, I think Jackson <laughs> needs it more. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But I could, being with it's a new coach and whatnot, I could definitely see both of them playing just to kind of get some reps in with the new system, whatever that ends yeah. up being. All right. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Anything else, Paul? I asked you that already. Don't say yes, because I don't want to hear it anymore. All right? All right. But there's so much. Until next time, which could be, theoretically, Summer League, depending on when we come back with more. Yeah. Well, no, we'll probably have the, there's the draft, the actual draft. Oh, yeah. We might want to talk about that mm. and if anything else happens with that. Okay. So, until next time, we, as always, appreciate you all listening. You can catch me on Twitter at so says Jay Paul at Dervish of World and the pod is at Bam the Flames NBA slash Sarver is the best. And until next time, depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Thank you for putting up with us. Just one.